It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, everyone. This is the FlowTrack Podcast. It's a Friday show. I'm Kevin. He is Gordon. Like and subscribe to the Flow Track Podcast YouTube page. We got the members pod coming today. We're recording it right after the pod. You'll post it this, this week. weekend. Yeah, so if you're not a member, become a member. We're going to be talking about the events that change the most during indoor season. Breaking that all down. I'm excited for that podcast. I'm also excited for people to like and subscribe because we need to get to 20,000 YouTube subscribers by outdoor, by NCA Outdoors or else... Mm. We're firing Kevin. Yeah, that's it. I'll be gone. One day, just imagine only half of this shot. At, well, how much Do you is, want to live in a world with just Gordon? How many, we have like 18-something, 18. 18.3, 4, according to this. So we got 1,600 subscribers. It's a, it's a mile. Yep. One subscriber per meter. We got to just run the mile, and we're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we got I have a busy a, show. Yeah, well, before we talk about the show. Yeah, go ahead. I got a text anyway. Go so ahead. on um, – Thursday mornings, I mean Friday mornings, the garbage comes to my house and picks it up, and I keep on forgetting that Friday morning is garbage pickup, and so my I I'm I'm in a predicament. Okay. I, I have too much garbage at my house, and I keep forgetting to put it out for them to pick it up, and yeah. it's accumulating, and I don't know how I'm going to make it this next week without an empty garbage bin. What should I do? You can go to. I think it's H-E-B and get tags and you put the tags on just regular garbage bags and then the trash guys will pick all of it up. No, but they don't come for another week. Yeah, so put it on your curb now. Put your big bin on your curb now so you don't forget and just shut it. But I keep forgetting. You're just saying do it now so you don't forget and then tag all the other stuff and put it out uh, there the day before. I don't – I can't – There's not. my garbage is not taggable. It's put like it, all messy. Yeah. yeah, get a bag and put it in the bag. This is not something it's someone lower. your age should be. Are there public be. landfills in Austin? Oh, we, that's way too much work for Gordon. He's not going to make <laughs> yeah, drive gonna... over there and put trash in the back of his Honda. Was yeah, it a Honda? Fair. CRV. CRV. That's, well, yeah. CRV. 2019. CRV. Yeah, All right, yeah. So member pod coming this weekend. 
Uh, check it out. We got Abby Steiner coming up on this pod at 1.10, approximately central time, building the momentum for all of our guests that we're going to have this year. Colt is producing today, so he wasn't here for our first guest, and maybe Colt doesn't know about our big guest initiative. Yes. Colt, this is a new world, man. We're doing guests now. This is a guest this pod. the first time I'm hearing of it. <laughs> is that okay with you? Oh, boy. Are you I okay mean, with sure. that? Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. You missed it. Last episode, when we had a guest, Gordon used the words lyrical rhymes, unironically. That's not unironically. And that's not something you're probably going to get in regular Gordon podcast mode. That's something you only get in interview Gordon podcast mode. I still don't see the failure in that sentence. <laughs> I don't know. It was great, Colt. You should have been there, but no. Uh, all right. Abby Steiner. Abby Steiner. 110. Yeah, 110. We're going to do 800-meter rankings as well. The 100-meter rankings were a hit. Everybody loved them. So we thought, hey, let's run it back in the 800. We're also going to talk about Paul Chalimo leaving Nike and producing what some are saying, the most epic brand re-signing <laughs> hype video ever. Are people saying that? I think some people are saying We are the people. We're saying it. Two people are saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have a podcast. It's us. That's us. It's me. It's you. We're here. Um, real quick, though, before we get in, and we're talking about World Athletics rulings, of course, because that's the, the big story in the running world. Um, best meets this weekend, just real quick, because we're not going to do a big preview of what's coming this weekend, because it's not... As deep as next weekend. It really hasn't gotten going fully yet. Yeah, there are some notable college meets, like Florida State relays. Miami's having to meet. Raleigh relays. Raleigh relays. I, I, wanted you yeah, say, yeah. I didn't know how to say that word. So yeah. Raleigh relays is happening. So there's some good distance stuff happening at Raleigh relays. But really, it's not that interesting. It's still kind of like a dead weekend. It's better than last weekend, which was the most uneventful weekend of track and field, as we did on the podcast on, on Monday. This weekend won't be as that interesting. We don't even have any live events on Flow Track. It's kind of like it. But next weekend is big. You got the Stanford invite. Right. You got Texas relays. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of good sprint action happening in Austin, Texas. Good distance action happening in California. The Stanford invite entries came out earlier yeah. this week. Uh, we'll probably break down a lot of that stuff next week. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's we're still in hibernation phase. We get a little bit of action. But like, you know. We'll get a little bit of tease, but the real stuff comes end of March when basically outdoor season officially starts. Outdoor season still hasn't started. We're still in year zero. like Week zero. Week zero. Like yeah. the NFL, the college football week zero when everyone plays Hawaii right. and doesn't care. Everybody. Hawaii is really busy that weekend. Yeah, Hawaii is really big at playing college football on week zero. Yeah. Well, they play everybody. Because they're in a they different – They get extremely yeah. tired at the end yeah, of that I don't week. know how they do it. <laughs> Yeah, there's the random Thursday game. Yeah. And you're like, am I am I excited about Wisconsin versus Akron or not? Or am I just going to wait? Or I'm just desperate for football. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, people are desperate for outdoor track. All right. Let's talk about these war athletics rulings. There was a meeting and the council made some very key decisions that are going to impact the sport for years to come, really. Um, break it down into, into two groups. Here and there's probably four rulings total, but there's two that kind of fit in with with each group here. So, we'll talk first uh, about the transgender and DSD regulations. They uh, have updated the eligibility requirements. So, um, first off, in regards to transgender athletes, I'll just read the quote here. The council's agreed to exclude male to female transgender athletes who have been through male puberty from female world rankings competitions from March 31st, 2023. Now. Obviously, that was the 
bit of information, a bit of news that the general public, the sports world at large, focused on the most, given the debates in swimming and all, all, all the sports and uh, just as, uh, debates that is going on in society at large. But in terms of track and field, professional track and field, I should say, the updates on DSD were really important. And the DSD updates are as follows. There used to be restrictions just from 400 to the mile. So you are a DSD athlete who uh, wanted to compete. It was basically 100, 200, or you had to go all the way up 5K and, and beyond for championship races. Steeple. We also saw, oh. yeah, we saw some steeples too. That's correct. We saw some 2,000s, some 3,000s, 3, but in terms of championship um, events, yeah, steep 3,000 meters and up. So now there is no group of events. It, it's all of the events. Also, the amount of testosterone that's allowed to be in the athlete system has dropped. It's 24 months out instead of six months. So there won't be any of these athletes, we assume, in this year's world championships. You know, it's going to be a much longer process for those athletes who were competing to be able to compete in events that are eligible for world rankings, which is just a way of saying, basically, you can't compete in world championships or Olympics. Yeah, right? they basically are. All the DSC athletes left the fourth through the mile and went faster or a shorter distance or longer long distance. distance. Now they're saying none of those athletes are going to be eligible for either any distance. And first of all, the, when they first made the ruling of the DSC athletes, when they're like, hey, it only affects 400 to miles, like you just are trying to target Caster Semenya because that's what she's good at. Mm -hmm. So this literally because she had done a 400 and, before and, and, and run the, the 1500 50, yeah. Yeah, in a it was very obvious so this at least makes a little more sense practicality if you're going to make a ruling you don't make a ruling centered around one athlete you make a ruling centered around the sport so at least they're recognizing that but the reality is this is going to affect mainly two notable athletes christine and boma and uh francine niansaba francine niansaba and boma in the 200 niansaba in the five and ten both are medal contenders both are gold medal contenders and their basically careers just like that mm -hmm. basically over drastically changed yeah yeah i mean it is and, and you feel for those athletes because they did nothing wrong they were competing within within the rules and there's been a bunch of adjustment in the rules for a while it was okay you're free to compete then it was if you want to compete you need to take the medication which semenya and other athletes have spoken out about and then it was okay. You can compete, but it needs to be in these set of set of events that supposedly are immune from 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 restrictions. So it's just been one thing after the next, after the next, and to gear your whole life around being a professional athlete, and then finding out okay, things are things have changed dramatically. And now I don't know if this has been in the works for a while, and people have found out. I know there's been some rumblings of oh yeah. They're going to tighten the restrictions and they're more likely to tighten the restrictions and to loosen the restrictions. And all of their successes accelerated this process, right? Like, and that's the, the irony. And for them, the, the cruel irony of it is if they weren't so successful, then this decision never would have come about. They yeah, would have said, if they're okay. finishing eighth or 12th or fifth, no one's going to say anything. But when Caster did her thing where she was winning, it became an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a. It is interesting. I, I, mean, I mentioned this before, but like, 
Caster's time, she was not running 148 800s. She was running times that now two women run. She was running 155 and 154. You know who can run 155, 154? Kelly Hoskinson and a thing, Mo. Mm -hmm. Like, so the, and Christina Boma, she was getting beat by Elaine Thompson, Hurrah. Mm -hmm. And Nian Samba, you know, Safana San can beat Nian Samba and mm -hmm. Faith Kipiegan could probably beat Nian. Like, there's different women who could beat Nian mm -hmm. Samba. So, the it is a little i have a little bit of a hard to wrap my head around it because these women while they were good and they were winning or meddling they weren't unbeatable mm -hmm. like there are women who can beat these dsd athletes so the competitive advantage while they probably do have a competitive advantage because of elevated testosterone it wasn't elevated so much where they were literally in a different category of like you wouldn't expect a thing mo to race a 148 runner and beat that yeah, person yeah, so but yeah. that's not what was happening so right, yeah. it is frustrating it is i disagree with it i think they should let the dsd athletes run and i think i think dsd is an issue if those dsd athletes are running ridiculous like breaking world records by multiple seconds or multiple tenths of a second but they weren't doing that and so with semenya you go back to when she came on the scene and berlin world championships and just she's been under the microscope like ever since then and again you just you i i feel for on like a human level on like a personal level of having to go go through all that and the ups and downs and she just ran world cross that relay do you remember because maybe because it was four by 2k yeah and because it was two kilometers she was allowed to to compete and but her it totally altered basically halted her career, and I think this decision is going to have a similar impact on on these other athletes. We don't know what choices you know they're going to make moving forward with with their medical care or anything like that. So you know, are they going to take medication or not? But you have to at least have some sort of empathy for for for, for them. Um, do you want to talk about the Russia decision now? Yeah. Is there anything else? I mean. What else are we? Gonna, I can't. Our takes aren't really going to change the ruling, right? Mm -hmm. It's it is what it is. The transgender ruling doesn't really have a big impact on world athletics because there are no transgender athletes who are running at an elite level at the international scene. So it's a ruling that affects individuals that don't exist yet in the international elite level because no one is competing at that level, but. It's a ruling that I guess would affect a potential athlete two years, one year, ten years from now. They're following what swimming has done, International Swimming, FINA, the governing body of swimming. I thought this quote was interesting in the World Athletics release. It became apparent that there was little support within the sport for the option that was first presented to stakeholders, which required transgender athletes to maintain their testosterone levels uh, below 2.5 nanometer uh, nanomoles per liter for 24 months to be eligible to compete internationally in the female category. Well, that right there is them saying, okay, well, we, we floated this out there and the stake stakeholders, which you, you don't know, no one's names attached stakeholders, they didn't like it. So we went in this direction. I always thought even when that proposal was floated that they would end up where they are now. I think once swimming um made their ruling i i thought it was it was because you you listen to seb co's comments it's pretty obvious the direction with which he was going in regards to this issue and also when you're making all these comments 
as it pertains to DSD athletes, well, then you got to assume, all right, well, then what's the policy going to be to trans, transgender athletes? It's going to yeah. be something tighter, right? Yeah. It's going to be more restrictive. It's not going to be the same or, or less restrictive. Um, but on, you want to go to Russia now? So, <laughs> no, I don't want to go to Russia. So Russia. <laughs> we get plane tickets? No, 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 no. Um, their seven-year ban lifted. Wow. For doping. I now, feel like we've been talking about that story for seven years. It's like, hey, are they they're in, they're out. Like, yeah. Banned from the Olympics. New, neutralized athletes. So, but they're still banned because of the war. In <laughs> so Ukraine. they lift the ban and then reban them? Yes. It's it's hey. <laughs> it's and, then, in, and now you're back out. Now you're out. In and out. Um yeah, Russia and Belarus. What was the moment when the ban was lifted but not reinstated? Like there was was it like for like a weekend where like all the Russians. No, I mean, it was the same statement. So they lifted it and closed it. But there had been, like, I guess within the time of saying the sentence, they probably were unbanned for, like, a millisecond. Well, they put them back-to-back -back on this press release. I didn't watch the full Sebco press conference, so I don't know. There could have been 10 minutes where they were unbanned for... But he could have but he could have led with the other one and said, hey, okay. you're banned because of this, but you're unbanned because of that. They still are basically on probation for... Now, this is, this is regarding the doping. Yeah. Not not the war. They're on probation essentially for three years. Now, I don't know if that probation starts now because they can't compete internationally. I'm assuming it does. And so there's going to be extra monitoring, extra auditing, extra tests. Also said they still need to pay World Athletics back some money. But there was a list of things that they yeah, had to get meet. that money. Well, they got all the money up to January, but now they need to get they need to literally invoice them from January to March. So there's an outstanding bill that needs to be addressed. But they're looking at organizational good governance, protection from inappropriate external influence and control, operational capability and capacity and change, uh, oh, sorry, and budget allocation, fiscal management. So they're still looking at, there's still gonna be a lot of eyes on them, but the whole ANA era is over for authorized neutral athletes. But because of the war, because of track and some other sports as well, banning Russian um, and Belarusian athletes, they're gonna be not competing international competitions. So we'll, but they're going to revisit that obviously, because as global events change, the policy will change. Man, imagine like being in your prime as a Russian athlete and just being like, oh, these, these two things. Yeah. 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 Just when the doping was over and I got, and I got a war. What's next? So, I mean, I don't really care about all the whole like administrative, like can't host and payments and all that. I just think about if you're, just happen to be born in a geographic location and you are really talented athletically, the world is not allowed to embrace your athletic abilities because mm -hmm. of things that have nothing to do with you. It just has to do with the geography of where you were born. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, you wish there was a way and maybe there. Are you saying create a, another world champion unauthorized world championships where we let everyone in no but if you're not competing under the russian flag are we are you still good to compete so if you do a transfer of allegiance no i'm saying could they compete at the diamond league just in a, a blank kit i mean it says athletes who are citizens of russia be excluded from world athletic series events so that's no i guess right because diamond league is but how did they what Athletes, what? Oh, council recommends to the meet organizers of the Diamond League, Connell Tour, label races, and the various other tours that they take the same approach and exclude athletes and officials. Um, okay, so they're recommending it. I guess that doesn't mean they have any ability to do it. How did it? I think if they, yeah. So there's a window there for them to 
to keep competing. Because I get it. It's one thing is you're competing in the national jersey and you're competing and representing your country. The other thing is you're just independent high jumper or long jumper or triple jumper. You're going to a pro meet in London and you want to be able to compete. Those are those are two different things. So I understand where why they would need two different policies. So maybe we'll see some of them in, in events. But if they're saying, if one athletics is going to you and say, hey, we strongly recommend not to do this. They're not going to do it. They're probably not going to yeah. do it. Man, what a podcast so far. Good so far? Yeah. Entice. Are you leaving in the comments? I said I wasn't going to read the comments until we get to the 800 meter rankings. And now it, we're at the 800 meter rankings. Did you read any comments? There's some people disagree with you. I'll oh, I know. That. Yeah, but that's okay. I that's don't okay. care. That's okay. Gordon doesn't care. I didn't even read him. He he embraces healthy descent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Colt, let's throw up those 800 meter rankings, shall we? This is what it's all about. Yeah. This is what it's all about. All right. So 20 we, minutes from the Abby Sider interview. Time I, for some 800 meter rankings. I mean, well, I think we're going to ask Abby what she can run in 800 in. Yeah. I, I, That's, what do you think she could run in? What do you think she will say? I don't know. I think she will say she can run a 203. Well, that's really fast. That's serious range. No, 204. 204? No, I think she's going 203. All right. What do you think she'll say? Oh, she might be I don't like, think she might know. be, Sharon's she might be like, oh, I'll run 220. Sharon's 100. I know, but I just want to ask. Yeah, I don't think she, let's I'm, not, let's focus on these rankings. Okay, we'll focus right on these, these rankings. All right. We'll do a Gordon questions ranking later. <laughs> Men's eight. Hey, this is hard, folks. This was a hard ranking to create. You want me to run through it? The top two are easy. So you have manual career, obviously. World champion. He is the undisputed number one man in the world. We have enough evidence, even in an era of parody. Amanda Cruz, number one. Correct. A-Rob, second in the Diamond League final, third at World Championships. He's number two. Jake Whiteman. Now, some of you are saying, hey, he's a 1,500-meter guy. But he actually ran a lot of elite 800s yep. last year, and all of them were good. So I included him. We don't always include people who dabble in another event, but we included Jake Whiteman. Because you never know. He might run the 800. Who knows? He was third in the Diamond League. He won Brussels. He got second at Euros. Uh, Wycliffe Kenyamal, Commonwealth Games champ. He's been around. Uh, consistent guy. Then Sajadi of Algeria. Came out of nowhere. Got silver at the World Championships. Then we go to another Emmanuel. Wignoni. Number six. Yeah, young guy. Fourth at Worlds. Uh, and also, it's the first time in history of the 800 rankings, Gordon, that I've used someone's performance at the World Cross Country Championships to influence the ranking. He was in the four by two K relay. He looks really good. He's got he's got range. Put him on a cross country course over two thousand meters. He can hold. That might come into play in the eight hundred down the line. Strength, strength. <laughs> Mula, your guy, My number lie. seven. I want I wanted to be higher. You lost a lot of money on Mula. I did. And Eugene, fifth at Worlds, I'm another gonna, guy. I'm, I'm gonna double back all down on twenty twenty three. Yeah, and then and even with these guys, you have a lot of roller. I'll call them roller coaster guys. Oh, they win a Diamond League race, and then they get ninth. Yeah. And then they they run 145. I mean, that's all of the guys, though. That's what I'm saying, except for career. I put career uh, career's off. gotten ninth a couple times. He has, but he's, he's delivered all the time when it counts. So, Garcia, right? Uh, Euro champ, up and down, though. Yeah. He goes up, he goes down. Um, that's European outdoor champ. Uh, Gabriel Twal, sixth at Worlds, seventh at the Diamond League. And then we put Bergen 10. Now, Bergen was considered the favorite by many going into world championships and got hurt. But he has a fast time. And in this era, 
That's pretty rare. So not in the group there. We have uh, Noah Cabet, who broke 145 indoors. Uh, ben, Adrian Ben of Spain, who won Euro indoors. Uh, Peter Bull, Benjamin Robert. And no American. And yeah, and I was going to say the American contingent isn't in there as well. But listen, if you want to say, hey, you guys are way off base on 6 through 10, I'll say absolutely. Because the men's 800 <laughs> is like the Western Conference in the NBA this year. There's a lot of people a game apart. Yeah. So. And you feel good about the one, but there's right behind them. There's, there's a bunch of people. Women, a little more interesting. Uh, it has a little bit of chaos after the top two, I would say. But a thing, Mo, still number one, obviously. Keely Hoskinson, number two. Do you think there's a chance? What What is the difference between those two? Do you think? Mm, I'm saving that for the bonus pod, Gordon. Oh, okay. That's one of my events that changed okay. during the indoor season. All right, you know what? Save it for the bonus pod. Yeah. Save Normally we save it for the pod, but now we're saving it for the bonus, bonus pod. Exactly. Then there's going to be the... Double bonus. Oh, we don't talk about that. No, no we do no, talk no. about how we were doing a pre-pro. Yeah, on the Zoom call this morning, it's like we should record this pre-pro because that's have. like the unauthorized pod. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good because that's you. when I say things that I can't say publicly. Or, absolutely, you like vet out like Gordon. All right, right. you're talking so, about topics, so we're gonna keep this. You, but you, that, you can't no. say that anymore. Yeah. You gotta stay away from that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, uh, keep yeah. going. So uh, Mora three, and then. Well, Teji in four. Yeah, I'm sorry. My eyes are a little No, no. She was weak. fourth at World Champs. Indoors, she ran the 3K twice. Ran two pretty good 3Ks. Ghoul is fifth, who is like a decade older than most of these athletes. It's just kind of crazy because I remember her when she was in college. Was Always in the mix, ago. though. Always in the mix. Mm -hmm. So we have her at fifth from Jamaica. And then Yargo, Wilson of USA in seventh. Uh sorry. Nikai in eighth, Horvat in ninth, and then Raven Rogers in... <laughs> 10. Yurigo, big mover indoors. Ran 158. Yes. She ran a lot indoors. And hey, just like. She's older too. She's like 38. Yeah. So I'm going to reward people who show up indoors. She's 38. And run fast times. Stop talking about people who are 38, man. And she's ranked sixth in the world. What are you doing, Kevin? Stop. Sixth ranked. Are you podcast. ranked sixth in anything? Ajay Wilson, she ran some indoor races. But also, don't forget about USA's. Like, we're all going to focus on, on world championships and. and where she finished there. But USA, she ran with a thing Mo all the way to the line. She might win USA's because a thing Mo might be like, nah, I'm good. I'll run the I'll run the quarter. Nikai, yeah. uh, she ran fast indoors. She's got world title. Horvat's been real consistent. And then I put Rogers in 10. Really, top three you feel good about though. Because everybody refers to this as as a big three. I think Mora's gonna make an, a jump up. I think all three of those women too could go up a level this year. Mora's not gonna crack the top two. She beat Hodgkinson last year. So she's literally already done that. I thought Hodgkinson got second. No, I'm saying Commonwealth Games. Bro, Commonwealth. We're, not, we're not bringing up Commonwealth Game results as like Dude. resume boosters. Keely Hodgkinson did the, did the triples. She did Worlds. She did Commonwealth. She did Europeans. It was, it was great. But you really didn't give Mary Mora credit for that win? It's a win. A win is a win. Yeah, but like it's like giving credit to a... I don't know. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give credit. She ran 157 low. She's good, and I feel like she's still figuring out the event a little bit too. Fair. Her, her, she's newer to the event. That's yeah, because sometimes like she's going out aggressively. You know, like she's she's got a big kick at the end. Like I, I think once she gets more races under her belt, I think she could make a, a step up this year. I, I don't know yet. I don't. I just think Keely and a thing are just too much better than everyone else. 
Maybe, but I feel good about those top three, is what I'm saying. Yeah. This I think might... she's kind of in a no woman's land, just hanging out there in third. She's like where she's like the, the meme, the Will Smith meme, where she's standing with her hands in her pockets, being like, where is everybody? Yeah. Where like the two fast runners are out there getting gold and silver. I don't think it's fourth that... place is doing her and she's just chilling in third. I don't think it's that as big of a gap as you think it is, as evidenced by the fact that she's literally beaten Hodgkinson. I think at the Commonwealth Games. It still counts. It still counts. If it was a late season Diamond League, you'd count it. You shouldn't exclude it just because non-commonwealth people weren't there i think again it, this could be the order again this year and they all could improve yeah that's just the, that's the reality of it because they're all still have have room to grow in the if event. they do improve though how fast will third place be at worlds i think third place will run like 156 that's yeah. crazy yeah why not why wouldn't it be it's wild Imagine if I went in the time machine and went to 2014. I said third place is running 156. You'd be like, Gordon, you're crazy. I think fourth place will run 156. I'm looking up Hodgkinson versus Mora. Someone in the chat said he, uh, Mora beat Keeley three times last oh, year. Okay, so yeah, but two of them are probably like one of them's probably a prelim. Three and three. No, 2022. Wait, uh, yeah. And this is Stockholm. Oh, yeah. We're showing like a Diamond League where she got fifth. Killy was like... Di- Di- Diamond League final. Killy didn't try. That's She's... a Diamond League final. Nah, you're... I think... There's Mora... an asterisk to everything. More is there. More is there. I think... I think maybe... It's hard to pick again. After indoor with Keely, she looks so consistent. It's hard to imagine her slipping off that. Um, but... And Mora ran indoor. She ran 201, two flat, and 202. She got fourth, second, and eighth. Right, but if you look at her outdoor performances, she's uh, she's pretty good. She's right there. So it's going to be a great event. It's yeah, be, it's very different than the men's eight hundred. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm not feeling good about the men's eight hundred, man. I'm I'm starting to have the same thoughts I had the past Last two year. years, and I think I was a little like going into when the clock struck midnight in New Year's Eve. You're willing to give it a fresh start. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is going to be eight hundred yeah. meters a year. Like it's 2023. Turn the page. Now we're in March. I never, never. I was never as optimistic as you were. I'm not feeling it. I the women's to, 800 Women's is, is going to be great. 100%. Because, okay. yeah, if they all go level up, you're right. Yeah, third place getting 150. Maybe third place gets 155. Why not? <laughs> 154. Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> Why not? All right. One more story, and then we'll get to the Abby interview, assuming Gordon set everything up correctly. Yeah, we'll see if she calls in yeah. in 10 minutes. I was responsible for the last one, guys. Gordon's responsible for this one. So all credit me i'll blame gordon if it gets screwed up what is that not true just throw me on the bus no is it not true yes you get the credit though okay i'm always so nervous about the technology yeah because you know they don't... you're at the mercy of wi-fi internet connections laptops and shit yeah <laughs> oh. all right paul chalimo left nike gordon signed with a new sponsor company many people had not heard of i, I had, had not heard of them i had not either Kip Run. Kip Run. Kip Run. Based in France. And. What you think would be. I sound like an African. Like, because Kip Run sound like Kip Rop, Kip Chogi. I had like Kip. Like, Kip seems like a. It does have Kip in the title. Yeah. But the. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, I thought it was a Kenyan company. We have the, we have the release video um, that they posted on Instagram. Yeah. Colt can pull that one up. 
And for those of you not watching, just just check it out. It's on Chalimo's Instagram or on Kip Run's Instagram. Uh, it features Chalimo running through Africa with giraffes, basically. Four or five giraffes. Yeah. And when you first saw this, first of all, it's an awesome shot. The drone look and the slow-mo. Yeah. And you're like, did they really get Chalimo to run with giraffes? Yeah. Like how many takes would this take and how do they get – order these drafts it's like giraffes.com and like train the drafts to run yeah. at chalimo pace like yeah, pace, he's running like at least solid like, tempo pace he's yeah. running like 13 40 pace yeah. maybe no i don't know if he's on that pass no, on the dirt pretty, oh, he looked pretty good yeah uh but it's definitely cgi but they went all out i mean when you think of paul chalimo and like you want to tell people he's our guy you're like we're gonna throw him in africa and throw out some uh giraffes CGI. I mean, I'll, yeah. no one else is doing this. No, I hadn't seen it. So here's my thought process. At first, I saw a screenshot and I thought, eh, I don't look real. What are the? And then I also thought, who's paying all that money though to make it CGI? So maybe it is real. Maybe they went out to shoot and they just got really, really lucky. But then I watched the <laughs> video. The drafts don't just chill. Be like, oh, drones coming. Let's run. Dude, the, but then. Yeah, then I saw the video and I thought, okay, probably not real. However, the cinematography on this thing, just in general, yeah. that's that drone is moving. Like it's it's going fast, it's cutting, like it's a very dramatic. It looks like a movie. I give them high marks for it. Yeah. And if, you know, sponsoring Paul Chalimo was going to get more people to know about their brand, I think it worked already because now you know that for two things. Paul Chalimo and the video that announced Paul Chalimo. Also, Paul Chalimo did an interesting thing about when he leaving Nike. Did you just go to his Instagram? Bring up his Instagram page. Colt, please? You say please? Please. Just, please. Colt's not Colt, just sitting the there please, waiting for you. The please is implied. Bring right, up Colt, his The please is implied. Check us out. Hmm. Look what he did. There's only one photo on his oh, Instagram page. because all the other stuff had Nike Yeah, on show it. the whole profile. Yeah, that's tough. Colt, if he... He deleted every single previous, like it was an ex-girlfriend type situation. He deleted all of the old photos of him wearing Nike stuff. Okay. That's wild. Yeah. Don't you think that's kind of wild? Is that required? I don't know, but I it's just... like, we don't want any Nike on your profile. So now it's completely just one photo. What about if you click on the, the those buttons, like random and wins and family and all that stuff? Does that lead to anything or no? No, oh, I don't know. They're all gone. Oh, wait, no, they're not. Oh, those are just stories? Yeah, but he might... Yeah, but... It's stories, yeah. It's just stories and stuff. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, there's uh, some stuff in there. Yeah, but that's... But it is interesting. He literally... He changed... Has a change sponsor ever been like, delete your Instagram history? It's kind of wild. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they did. Maybe he just... Maybe he was feeling that way. Maybe he's like, you know what? You've done an Instagram purge before, right? Yeah, but I didn't care really, to be honest. Oh, okay. I did it for a different reason. Okay. <laughs> well, no, that, but, got, that got awkward no, really quickly. No, I, mean, I really Jeez. don't. I don't really care. It's just, a, it's just a photo. I don't really care. I didn't. I didn't mean anything specific. I was just talking about like old video, like photos, of, like you in college. You had. You're younger than me, not by much, but younger. So you had social media earlier. So you, you know, the chance of you posting embarrassing stuff is higher. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you signed a different endorsement deal or something. <laughs> But I just thought it was interesting. Like, it is when, you know, athletes do change endorsement deals. They also have to, like, deal with the past of all their shoes. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, he can away. never wear Nike. He has probably like 10,000 Nike shoes. Yeah. And when people go from an Adidas school to a Nike school or they train at a Nike school and then they sign a deal with Brooks, they're like, what am I doing with all this gear? You got to give it away because if you wear it even to the park and someone so, takes a picture of you or you're out on a run yeah. somewhere, not good. Not good for business. Can't do that. So you just got to give it away, I think. Isn't that weird though? Because you'd think like, hey, what I wear in my private life shouldn't matter, but like they're gonna find no, you. No, it's the whole thing. I mean, they find you. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are sponsoring you. They're, I think, and I don't know, family. Like, could you give it to a family member, or would they get mad about that too? It's like, oh, you, here's my daughter wearing some of my. Sh- yeah, because the, da- the daughter needs to wear, you know, Hoka or stuff. needs to wear Brooks or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's a, his YouTube page, I guess. Yeah, it's a interesting time. Sponsorship wise, a lot of like new companies coming in right now. And then you, you just have that cycle all the time. It's like they're investing a lot and just we're obviously seeing a ton in, in, for on as well, yeah. too. There was a report somewhere that Shalima was approached by on. Yeah. Shalima chose to go with Kipron. Well, I'm guessing once you find out that that contract's over and your job is to sign athletes, you'd want to approach like I'm sure he got people from all the major companies asking him, hey, are you interested? And can we talk? I mean, you'd be silly not to. He's still a big name guy. Um, But this kind of makes sense too, because if he's the main entree into this market or or this sort of, uh, this group, then you want to, you could pay more money, presumably. So I think he's running a half marathon soon. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Do do you think he's 100% Going to the roads? Do you think there's still a little bit of I don't know. I always track see left in him. Yeah, I don't know. I always see him as a track guy. Well, yeah, because he is a track guy. Yeah, but no, but some guys, I think, oh, that that person, you know, Mance, like a Legat, example. like how Legat was always a track, track guy, even though he got older, he stayed track. Yeah, and even still, I have a you know Ben True. We always said, oh, is he going to go to the marathon? I'll go to the marathon. But then now I think back on it, he's, he's a track guy. Track guy. Track guy. Yeah. Ben Road true? guy, track guy. You can't get always in the mix. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would be is, five and ten are tough right now, though. That's is the Paul other... Chalimo a person who's going to be there with Connor Mance and Galen Rupp in the 2024 trials that we're not thinking about? Yeah, I think he could. I don't know. I just have, you have to see it. You, you, we talked about this before where half marathon doesn't predict yeah, marathon means success. Absolutely nothing. Right. So what does 5K to marathon mean? That means a little more something. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> just a little more algorithms it's, involved. It's even farther away. I don't just Guessing when people are going to go to what distance is really hard to figure out. All I'm saying is we feel good about, well, the, the NK team looks pretty solid on the men's side. Wouldn't you say? If we did the U.S. 10K rankings right now, in some order you'd have Fisher, Kincaid, and Klecker. Correct? Yeah. And you probably have the same in the 5K. So the question is, can he beat any one of those three? I'm asking chat GPT how yeah, fast Paul Chalimo uh, can Abby run a marathon. In. Abby just signed on. All right. Well, we're working to get Abby Steiner connected while Gordon uh, works on getting an answer from chat GPT. Oh, here we go. All right. Should be here. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about after the pod. All right. Abby Joining us now is Abby Steiner of Puma, multiple time world championship medalist. Abby, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing? I think she froze. Hold I on. I think she's frozen because I saw that her face was yeah. She's okay. Fro- We're working oh, is this fixed. is this my fault? This is a Gordon issue. Gordon, right, I'm going to tell her the tech. All right. 
while Gordon fixes the tech, I will read All right, comments. I think we got her back. Okay, Bobby, well. can you hear us? Yes. Hey, you guys you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right. We got Abby. Abby! Ignore the refresh, but you don't need a refresh. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. You can ignore the text I just sent you. You're good. Oh, she refreshed. Ah! <laughs> Gordon! Oh for 2. I'm 0 for I'm 2 on no this. no credit for that one. That yeah, was my fault. She this saw is it, tough. Uh, that's, I said click refresh, and then she saw it, and she, back, she should be back soon. This is not a good look for Gordon. The audio listeners are like, what's going on? They, yeah, You yeah. can skip, just hit... Like, no, keep going. Plus 15, four times. And this we'll is get the, the anxiety that we were talking about before. Yeah. Of it. Just. I'll let you know when she's back. Um, but yeah, uh, ChatBT, GPT says that Paul Chalimo can run a two hours and 28 minute marathon. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> I think you went a little faster. Great job. Uh, I'm going to let you figure this out, Gordon, at this point. I think you're just, just get as many questions as you can really quickly, just in case it freezes again. <laughs> What did you tell her to do? I'd say click she refresh. Here. She just uh, texted me logging back on. Right. Well, she was two minutes early. So technically we said 110. Yeah, so we're really only 40 seconds. Yeah, right so your mistake is not as glaring. Yes. Until I brought it up. No one is noticing this mistake at all. No, no, no. Mistake no. free. This is live podcasting. This is how the sausage gets made. Yeah, not really. Not Usually really. we just keep going. She says she's right, logging back, back on. Abby, she bring you on now. I just bring her on. Okay. Hey, Abby. Can you hear us? Hello? Gordon. Can you Gordon, hear us? Gordon blew it. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, what's going on? Is she there? Can you see us, Abby? Oh, oh man. We this got is... you loud and clear. Can you hear us, Abby? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, we got you. We got it's you. Working. Yeah, it's working. Abby, welcome. Okay, welcome to. It's a little choppy. Do I should I try like logging onto my hotspot or something? I don't know if it's my Wi-Fi. Maybe maybe it's Wi-Fi. Can you hear us now though? You good or are we still a little choppy? I also can't hear Gordon and Kevin. Oh, you can't hear us. That's a good thing if you can't hear Gordon. I can't hear you. <laughs> tell her to try the hotspot. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, tell yeah. Let's tell her to try the hotspot. <laughs> we'll try it again. Uh, take twelve on this. That's the third time. All right, Abby. I'm taking you off the screen for now. We're going through this. Um, all right. Look at some chat. Maybe this is Colt's here. fault. Is it's oh. not it's not Colt's fault at no. all. No. No. Okay. This is hundred percent. My you gotta, you gotta figure out the internet backup before we get on. So I texted her saying try the hotspot. Okay. Log out of every window. That's what I say. Turn the too. computer on. <laughs> No, 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 don't do that. Just, like, close all the other programs and stuff. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You think it's just you go on the link and you're on and you're live, right? If this doesn't work now at this point, it's one thing for it to, like, fail before we go on. And then you're just like, ah, I had some technical difficulties. The fact that she's been on twice now. Here's the thing. Are you really going to blame me for technical difficulties? I don't design the. You get all the credit, all the blame. The uh, infrastructure. I gave her a link to log on. And uh, she's switching over now. Okay. Colt, are you enjoying this? Or does, does this give you anxiety? Or is this, are you laughing like me? I don't think he's laughing. I, I've been through the fire. This is nothing. Okay. She wrote, sorry, I think it's my Wi-Fi crying emoji face. Okay. So it's not my, it's not, I, I, I don't pay her. Why? I'm not like in charge of the Wi-Fi. She probably has like AT&T or something or Yeah. Verizon How about we do what? this? 
when she comes on, let's just do a series of yes or no questions just, just to, test, to test the, the Wi-Fi and if it's good so we don't need to wait long. It's like, hey, did you run indoors? Yes. Did you have fun? Yes. Did you watch NCAA indoors? Yes. Okay. You know, just do a, a bunch of ones like that. Okay. Really short answers to try to get some momentum. <laughs> Ask the chat for questions. Yeah, if you have questions, would you really want to – the, the interview doesn't happen though. Yeah, really? well then I'll just I'll I'll just I mean I'll, now we're down to 17 minutes too. I'll te I'll text time. her the questions that you guys text and then we'll just I'll recommunicate. We'll do an interview via me as a surrogate. It's going to be like when uh, Adam Schefter read the uh, Aaron Rodgers text yeah. on the air. It's going to be like that. Lose my number nice try. Yeah. Say it. So we'll start with Abby, can you hear us? Okay, cool. You're on. We like game planning this interview right How now. How does it feel? Well, I think we need some sort of plan. Colt's just laughing. So, Colt. All right. Um, Abby got you back. We got her back. Bringing you onto the screen now. Here we go. Okay. I, All right. It should, should be, be okay. Here. I joined with my phone. Oh, um, okay. There we go. Can you hear us? Yeah, it's a little bit choppy, but I think it'll even out, hopefully. There we go. I'm Abby, sorry. thank No, you're fine. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. It's been good. And uh, I guess, how you been? How's the past month been for you or two months or basically indoor season been for you lately? Um, hold on. It's like super choppy. <laughs> I can't really hear you guys. Gordon. I'm so Gordon, sorry. No, it's not Gordon's fault. Don't blame you. I'm so sorry. Um, blame Gordon. Okay. Should I try to like join with my computer again? Maybe yeah. Sorry. Maybe try to computer. Oh right. no, no, you're good. Still, Abby. Um, yeah, I think it's just a connection quality thing. Okay. Connection um, quality. You can try on your computer. I'll take you off the screen for now. All right. You know, this interview. <laughs> I'm gonna get a water. <laughs> has I'm been gonna take a break. Very fun. So we we don't know yet if she had a good indoor season yet because I asked. Yeah, him, we don't know. We don't know. Could be yes, could be could no. Be no. She did break the American Stay record. Stay tuned. So Stay tuned. Solid opening question to find out. I kind of want to redo that opening question. I gotta change it up. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a little too word. It was too wordy. I need to get right to the point. How are you? Is what I need to <laughs> just say. I just need to get down to the how are you. Oh man, this is why we didn't do guests. I guess right because we were concerned about this. Yeah, but we're not going to let that deter oh. us. We're going to keep going. This is not going to deter us from from All right. stopping getting Abby. guests. Can you hear and see us? There we go. Abby, can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Gordon's bad luck. I'm going to ask all the questions. You. I'm going to ask all the questions. Gordon's bad luck. Uh, how are you doing, first of all? Good? Thank you. I'm great. I'm sorry about that. My Wi-Fi is in and out. My hotspot wasn't working. Of course, like the only time I need to enable my hotspot. I'm doing well. Thank you. No, no, we're all good. We're all good. Um, to, uh, my first question is, uh, becoming a pro last year, um, and I guess that's a difficult transition for a lot of athletes because you come from the NCAA system where there's a lot of support, and sometimes you're a little bit out on your own uh, as a pro, right? How, how your coach is different, your travel is different, you know, all the stuff around you is different. How did you find it? Was there a any bit of a letdown or any rough sort of transition points in becoming pro? Um, I think so far the roughest point was like that original transition when I was trying to figure out who I was signing with and agents and everything. I think that transition was very hard because I was balancing that 
while also trying to like win USA's and make it to Worlds. And there was just a lot going on there. But I found that once I kind of got all those details smoothed out, um, knew who I was signing in with and was able to focus on like my races and what I was actually doing. Um, it's been a fairly smooth transition for me. And I think that has to do with me staying at Kentucky with Coach Hall. Um, so it's a very similar system, a very similar program as what I was used to at Kentucky. Um, I also train with Christian Coleman now. So we have fairly similar schedules um, as far as like indoor and outdoor went. So I usually kind of have a buddy there with me at the meets if my agent isn't there. So I found that I still have, you know, a good amount of support. And now like that's my training partner. We just get to spend more one-on-one time with Coach Hall. So it's been pretty smooth so far just because I'm in a familiar environment. Are you still taking classes at all? Are you completely done? And, and if you're done, what are you doing with the free time? Yeah, I graduated May 2022. Um, my degree was in kinesiology. So I am done. I'm not taking classes right now. Um, and as far as free time, I rescued a dog this summer. Um, oh. So I am a dog mom. And that actually takes up <laughs> I didn't think free time than I actually do. Um, I like between lifting practices, taking care of my body, cooking good meals for myself. It really is a full time job. So when I'm not doing any of those things, I'm walking my dog, playing with my dog, taking care of my baby. <laughs> right, I'm going to allow Gordon to ask a question now. I don't think he's bad luck anymore. But if things get choppy, we're going to go back to me. Go ahead, Gordon. <laughs> this is your seventh chance. Seventh chance. Yeah. Seventh and final chance. <laughs> You uh, mentioned that you trained with Christian Coleman. Is there, and I know obviously different abilities, but is there ever a time when there's a little bit of an overlap? Like, what's it like training with one of the best male hundred meter runners in the world? May have lost her. Gordon, you blew it again. Gordon, you jinxed it, Gordon. Gordon, that was a good question. Okay, wait. Oh, wait, we got it. We got it. We got it. I said, what's it like training with? Uh, what's Training with Christian, and then I cut out. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is uh, that dynamic like? Training with someone of Christian Coleman's talent. Yeah, I think it's been a really incredible experience for me because all of Christian's strengths are basically all of my weaknesses. I feel like he's like known for his start. He's known for his first thirty. I mean, he's the world record holder at sixty meters. So. Um, that has been really valuable to me because I just get to like learn while we're practicing as far as like getting his tips on how he approaches his start or his acceleration pattern, um, stuff like that. And so that's been really valuable, just kind of getting to learn what he does and his cues and try to apply them to my training um, and just get advice because he's been... I, don't, I lost her. Yeah. She paused. She paused. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, folks. We're just this dealing interview. with some uh, bad connections. Dealing with some bad connections. Chat, chat says, put Gordon outdoors. Gordon is a legit jinx. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. You think she, do you think she's talking right now to like a screen, not knowing that she's Probably hear, we should maybe be hearing us and not hearing it. Yeah. All right. You ready to move? We ready to call it? Well, we'll see if she's back and then. You know what? What we'll do is we will find a way to do a non-live version interview with her and then we'll 
we'll bring it onto the pod next week. That's what mm-hmm. we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna pretend this never happened, and we're gonna do. Oh, a- it's live. We everybody everybody knows. <laughs> A lot of questions about whether or not she's going to run the 400. That's I know. That's, really what I was, that's why I was, that's where we're headed to. And not, I wanted to it. get that information, too. And yeah. I wanted to ask her what she could run. Well, yeah. You, you can tell her. We'll, we'll catch up with her. Yeah. At a oh, point. great. She's One back. Last time. Okay. One last time. Abby. We got to get all the questions in before we lose the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is going to die. Gordon is uh, is bad luck. We've established that. I'm everybody, not going to say anything. Everybody in the chat just wants to know if you're going to run the 400 outdoors. So you could, you could dodge the question, though, by just saying your internet cuts out if you don't want to answer it. Oh. And we lost. All right, we're done. We're done. Go, Gordon. Tell her we're done. She tried. It's not fair. Oh, we're gonna write all the questions down. We're gonna ask her. Maybe she is. Maybe this is a whole ploy. Just pulling the this, pulling this, the plug out. Oh, oh, wait. oh, this is a ploy. She doesn't want to tell us she's running the four hundred. Wait, we got it. Four by four, four, by four Texas relays. That's what I'm doing. Four and by that's four. as far as that's all we've planned so far. Four by four one. Now. Four by four. So okay. She's running Texas Relays. You know what we're going to do? We're gonna she's going to be in Austin. She's, she's going to be in here. Austin. We're going to be in Austin. Maybe we should do a real in-person interview. There's no Wi-Fi yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah, one of us will just move, probably Gordon, yeah. and then we'll just figure out. We'll do the interview. We're going to figure out to yeah, get this ask interview. Yeah, when she's coming to Texas Relays. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll... Cole, Cole, you can take this off. We're good. Abby, we appreciate. We sorry we can't do a complete interview because the <laughs> Wi-Fi is just. Someone said call her on speaker. <laughs> just because the Wi-Fi is not here, but we'll just. Uh, well, bring her to the studio. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you in person when you're here in, in a week. Yes, this so, maybe uh, it's for a good reason. This is a good call. Yeah, yeah. this is going to force an in-person interview. And Unless this she's be a lot like, better. I'm not messing around, you jokers. Yeah. yeah, I tried to be online so, and you couldn't do it. Abby, we apo- we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we got what we could, but. Good luck uh, in a week. We'll see you in Austin, and we'll go from there, and we'll ask you the actual questions we wanted to ask you then. Yeah, we're so, good. We're thank good. you, we're Abby. Good. Appreciate it. Cole, we're good still? Oh, man, that was a I'm, great interview. I mean, as good as we can be. Cole, in terms of all-time Gordon, Gordon yeah. failures, like where does this rank? I, I've lost track of some of the other ones. This has to be up there, right? I mean, I don't want to throw it too much on Gordon. Yeah, I mean, uh, it has nothing to do with me. Internet connection. Speed test. Like you send her just... the, the speed test link, right? You didn't do that? I don't know. Maybe the phone? Would that work? Well, she's in like an attic. Oh, that's it. That's it's, little, it's in the bad Wi-Fi signal. The, oh, okay. the Wi-Fi wire is probably on the other opposite side up, of the up, house. Up in the corner? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. All right. I'm going to send her. What's, what, yeah. What's your... <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, <laughs> which I need to I need to figure out what I'm gonna say. Sorry about that. Hey, That's sorry. How I'm with. Sorry about. Uh, let's see. Any other questions from the the chat? This is really gonna hurt our ability to get other guests. By the way, this this might have ended our streak at, uh, at two. one and a half. One and a half. <laughs> one and a quarter. Is... <laughs> We're rebanned from uh, doing guest interviews again. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep pushing it. Um, yeah, the the Chloe Abbott one. No no issues. No Wi-Fi issues at all. We're all good. So, all right, we'll talk to we'll try to get Abby in person when she comes here for Texas Relays. Yeah, someone says she interviewed fine in that room before Gordon. I really think it was you. Uh, people are asking like follow up questions. She's not here. Yeah, she's guys. gone. <laughs> we lost our opportunity. We had one shot. It was it. But hold on, we, the four by four Saturday. Yeah, she's got to be here on Friday. So hopefully, yeah, she'll come on Friday, Thursday or Friday, a week from today. Yeah, Colt, are you around Friday? Make this happen. I'm gonna make it happen. This next Friday? I think so. Yeah. Why not, right? 
Yeah, it should work. Yes. I can't. I don't see any way this goes wrong. I just feel so bad that we I, we had one of the fastest women in the world, and we couldn't even ask like a question. Uh, I mean, you got a question in. Yeah. 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 Like and subscribe. <laughs> Guess it's because we don't have twenty thousand subscribers. That's if we had twenty thousand YouTube subscribers, this interview would have been. Perfect. Are we losing viewers or are they just staying on just to watch us suffer? Uh, the viewers, it's gone. No, it's still, it's still up. People yeah. are still thinking that she's coming back and she ain't coming back. <laughs> we lost our shot. We're going to get, the, we're going to, we're going to make amends. It's going to be even a better interview. It's going to be. Oh, it, it's in person. It'll be way better. Yeah. I got questions, guys. Yeah. I got, it was going to be, you know, you kind of get thrown off your game a little bit there, but. All right. I got a message here and say, hey, sorry. All right. We'll end it there. Colt, thanks for producing. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Apologies for the technical difficulties. Make it up for you guys next week. Uh, have a good weekend, everyone. See you then.